Dime que tu quieres, papi. He's out monitoring the snowfall. Ryan, what's it look like out there? Yeah, uh, it looks like snow, just like I predicted in my forecast from the studio. I'm not sure why I'm out here literally looking around. It looks like <laughs> you know, just take a video of it snowing and show that. Why do I have to be here to describe snowfall? It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Seems like the cold has gotten you in an icy mood yourself, Ryan. Okay, you know what, Shannon? I am in an icy mood, okay? <laughs> um, by the way, all right, I was just standing out here for 20 minutes waiting for you guys to throw to me, and I was just, oh, doing some thinking. I spent $120,000 on a degree and four years in college to come out here and look around and describe what I see. I literally learned that in kindergarten, I spy. It makes zero sense. Also, you know what else I was thinking while we're at it? When it's like a nice day or sunny, you never send me out to the lake or to the pool for a live shot. But oh, when there's a hurricane or snowing or a blizzard or a flood, send me out there. I'll cover it. Perfect. I guess you have a point there, Ryan. We're looking at these reports. People are worried. Have you spoken to any locals? Look around. Does there look like there's any locals out here? Everything is closed. Everyone is inside. The only reason I'm outside is to tell people not to come outside. What am I doing with my life? Well, you sure are brave, Ryan. Any word on what we can expect overnight? Uh, yeah, more of this. Actually, more of this. But don't worry, guys. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I got this sleeveless vest that you guys make me wear. My literal fingers are about to freeze off. I got frostbite, but oh, it's fine because we got the logo in the shot. Great. <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. Because I, I, I find it funny because I think it points, it points out the obvious, you know, the obvious ludicrousness of like our media, like they be having serious ass shows and it's basically the same as this shit right here. Like, and, but they all serious and shit. Man, like some of the funniest shit is like when a hurricane is coming and then like they got somebody out on the beach, you know, practically like leaning just to keep the, you know, the wind from totally blowing them over. And they're just out there like, okay, you know, look, the damn computers told us what was happening out here. Why the <laughs> fuck do I need to be here? It's yeah. like, but but I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, when you really think about it, like it a works. lot of, because I mean, the comment that he made that really kind of set in on me is like, you know, look, I paid $120,000 for a college degree yeah. for me to come out here and, and describe something that I've been doing since the kindergarten. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like they, they need you locked into them one way or another. So why not put them in debt? And then they're going to need, you know, just to kind of keep from, ruining their whole life after that they're gonna come to work they're gonna you know what i'm saying it's like <sighs> that is sad that is sad sad because what do you do how do you fight that kind of shit shit man 
Well, I look, I, it's simple for me. It's like, you know, you don't really care about all the trinkets. You know, that's, just, that's just be simple. average. Yeah, just be average. Just you don't have to be something fancy or you know, like that's what that's that's the biggest problem. People want to go around and act like they just, uh, you know, like they're above others or you know have some kind of status. Which I mean, it don't matter what job you are, you still human. You're still just another person. And a lot of know? times, you're still a slave because a good amount of y'all are. It don't matter no, how much you're getting paid. They are the biggest, they are the biggest slaves. They have to, like, a lot of them couldn't just, I mean, you know, they get they, you know, they vacations to take off and do this. They, you know, some of them might have a little more money to do extra things, but they're totally locked in. Locked like, in. Locked yeah. in because of their mortgage, because of their car notes or whatever, because of their kids' school, whatever it is. Because my thing is like, okay, if if you got some like some of these newscasters, we're gonna speak specifically to them. A lot of them making a quarter million or more. Some of them into the millions, and you know, with that kind of money, you know, if you really want some security, why not go buy your, you know, one years of of your salary of a house. Two hundred fifty, three thousand, three hundred thousand. You know, even if you paid up to a half a million dollars for a house that you can own in less than five years, for sure. You know, with still paying everything else, and then just kind of say fuck it. You go and still do your job. You know, if you pay, if you spend a hundred thousand dollars in um college tuition, that can be paid off in a couple of years. So I mean, you know, but you know. That, that that doesn't make enough sense for them. They got to go have a, a two or three million dollar. And, and you know that's brainwashing. You know that's brainwashing because how come it would just make a lot of sense for somebody, most like everybody really, to make enough money to buy this. You know, buy, you only need so many. Once you're an adult, you only need so many things, right? Like <laughs> you, you're an adult. You buy those things that you need, like you own them, and then. Yeah. And and then you don't have to really work, like basically work a little bit just to pay like your bills, but you spend all your time, you know, basically doing whatever you want because mm -hmm. all your toys, all your objects, everything that you have is is paid for. And you good. Yeah. You got you got some property, you know, you got a house, you got, you know, maybe you got you a couple of nice cars, a truck, you know, you good already. You got everything. You know what I'm saying? So just like, but but the system that we live under, it's like keep going to work, keep going to work, keep going to work. You know what I mean? Make more, make more, make more, because you got to mm -hmm. make more than your neighbor. You know, your neighbor that, don't outshine you. <coughs> what kills me too is that uh, the lack of investing in them, in themselves, or even maybe people close to them, to where you know, because I mean, the shit's gonna, you know, at some point they're gonna test you, and why not already be in a position where. Right. And we, we should can, be building this in commu community kind of ways. You know what I mean? In groups. Because again, when the shit hits the fan, you by yourself ain't shit. You finna get crushed. You need a team. You know what I'm saying? You need a group. Definitely. I mean, you you you, you definitely need, you know, that, that, you know, your inner circle and then your immediate outer circle. Like the people who, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're going to have your family, you know, your the people that you're trying to 
you know, the people that you care what happens to them and those that want to be a part of your inner circle or, you know, you know, they are your community. And y'all try to figure out something where y'all can, you know, do things. Because, I mean, everybody in the community has got to eat. You know, there's somebody who may have the, you know, might be, a, have a green thumb. Somebody exactly. that can, you know, can have something, you know, you can get some stuff in place. Because exactly. let's just say, if you, let's say you have a, like, even in a neighborhood, like the way the houses are connected, that fence line that runs right through the middle of everybody's uh, neighbor, you know, house. If everybody takes two feet off of each side of their property and start a garden right down the middle of everybody's home, you got four feet of stuff that you can grow nothing but veggies. That's in, that's in an urban area. And you can and you can feed probably the whole little neighborhood, at least supplement their, uh, you know, their their food intake with some more healthier natural or truly organic you know i'm saying vegetables and herbs and whatever whatever you want to grow and yeah that's a great idea i mean i mean i think i've seen that happening already like there are some things like that so but that should be bigger it should be all over the place it should be everybody's neighborhood yeah 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 and it, it i mean it would be easy like you find like like what we're saying also like you say like being prepared for when they come for you you need to have people because I always think about like, you know, the zombie apocalypse because that's what I, I like. I like zombies and shit like that. <laughs> so I think about how life would be, you know, and so you need a team like we're saying. So a guy that with a green cum, but you also need that crazy ass nigga, the one with all the fucking guns and bullets and shit. In oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, that's I mean, everybody like we all need that. There's the there's basic stuff that everybody's gonna need, but you know, because everybody need to be prepared to fight. But you know, there's definitely one that's gonna be the, you know, maybe the security for that area. That's, that's just like I wish. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's security, yeah. security, yeah. exactly. So you yeah, he's <laughs> waiting for some shit to pop off. So, <laughs> so when you're building your team, you know, or your group or whatever, you need to make sure that you have all those elements in place because that's a secure. Being able to have some nice shit and no security, it means you, you know, finna get robbed, basically. You know what yeah. I mean? You I mean, gotta look at reality. And and that's that's a lot of the places that they go set up because not everybody really has alarms or even, you know, like shit. A lot of people know how to bypass those damn alarms. So, I mean, the middle class is the ones who get hit the hardest with a lot of those robberies because they're usually simple and easy places to, to get in and out. And, you and know, these people don't really have that much money. They're just regular Joe Schmoes. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. That's a, you know, they may have obtained a few things. I mean, shit, you know, you got a few TVs, a few, you know, you might have a little jewelry. You might have, you know, this or that, you know, shit. I've seen people stealing goddamn lawn equipment and like just little shit just to, you, you know. You put your mind into their, you know, way of thinking like what the fuck they're going to get. So like, yeah, that shit is totally but if you got somebody but if you got somebody that everybody chips in to pay them a you know something something weekly i mean you know if if you got yeah yeah, you got 10 people um let's just say because i mean i'm just thinking like if everybody's chipping in 50 bucks you know if you got 10 20 people on on that block that's what 
that's that's a thousand dollars a week. Yeah. And you could do the same thing for the, the person that you want to make sure that maintain the gardens because everybody still got stuff to do. They got to go to work or whatever. But there's mm -hmm. somebody in the neighborhood that just be hanging out and that nigga got a green thumb and y'all can chunk him some change for his mm -hmm. time so that he can manage the gardens for everybody. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, we I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, shit, we could even do that for teachers. You know, if we, you know, there's a, somebody in the neighborhood that's, you know, a teacher or that can do some tutoring or whatever for the kids. And, Shit, and everybody pulled together and, you know. And and this is the answers to everything because the bit, one, one of the biggest things, and I know you know this, daycare and, you know, uh, you know, preschool and all that shit. Like, the that's cost, the biggest charge. The cost of that shit to parents. And what I be saying about us losing the community is a big reason why the corporations have so much power over us. And that's one of the examples right there mm -hmm. is because we didn't have this problem, really. You know what I'm saying? This is a created ass problem because we got to go to work. But before it was a family, it was a community. Grandma, abuela, miss, you know, somebody is there, uh, uncle. And where I, where I grew up, there was a, a lady in the well, there was a couple of ladies in the neighborhood, but the main lady in our neighborhood was Miss Ruth. She, you know, she had uh, like all the kids. She probably was like damn near overcrowded, but something pops up, you know, like shit. You know, we had gotten grown, but like say my uh my nephew comes through, and you know, then we got to go to work. We could easily just like, hey, we you know, we need you to watch them. You know, yeah, bring him on in here. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's somebody, you know, there's always, and then it's like a home place. They're going to cook. They're going to have, like, regular food. You know what I'm saying? Way better. Like, way better than any of those high-priced-ass fucking daycares with the glass walls and cameras and shit everywhere. Yeah, and right? then you're not, you're not looking at $200 a week. Exactly. Way, way better and way cheaper. And what happened to that? So that's what I'm talking about. Like, what happened to the community? Because, like, the what I like to bring up is the, the, the general store, the corner store, you know? Going to the corner store and being short, you know what I mean? And they'd be okay with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And because they know you're coming back or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, now all the, the corner stores are these big corporate gas station type businesses, and they hire it seems like they hired people from India. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the guy that uh, we had that kind of relationship with uh, near our home, it wasn't in the neighborhood, but it was like a, he was an Indian. And, you know, they're not really that fond of most, you know, a lot of, you know, I mean, you would, you would think so, you know, on the surface, you think they don't really care for us. But, you know, when they see your genuine people, they tend to open up more. Like, you know, they see you come around, you ain't really about that BS, then they, they'll kind of... But it's still, it, you can feel the disconnect related to these big brands and that... You know, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no. That, I mean, that's no relation. That's no... Yeah, wait a minute. it doesn't help all these kids becoming single parents before they even develop life. Man, that, I, I mean... I wanted to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I was just... I saw it pop up, but I didn't hadn't read it yet. But yeah, man, you're so because right. 
That's what I, this is the system and it's set up this way. That's why I like, it's like eight, especially the poorer people. They always tell their kids just to get out the damn house at 18 or start paying bills because like immediately the whole, and this is what I'd be trying to tell my daughter because you have to get ready for this because the whole system, as soon as you turn 18, 21 or whatever, it's pouncing on you, man, in all different directions. Like it's trying to gobble you up because it knows, like I was telling Tariq, like it has calculated these, they, they did the math. They know how much you're going to produce over your lifespan or how much you're going to spend rather, how much money you're going to spend over your lifespan. They got a pretty good amount of uh, idea of it. So mm. Everybody wants those dollars. You got these companies, these big companies, everybody wants those dollars. So, and, and then it's like your life because the like getting a job or where you work at or whatever, where you spend most of your time, even also the things that you do for fun. You know what I mean? All of that shit consuming you basically. And yes, fresh meat for the grinder. As soon as you turn 18, you're just, uh, and the machine just jumps on you. And we haven't, we haven't taught them how to pay bills. We haven't taught them about sex education. Like you say, well, you send, you, you know, you send them out to where they're, uh, you know, like their sources, resources are limited already. And, especially if, like a female, they're probably going to look for somebody that is willing to help. And then it turns out that they're, you know, that help comes with them trading something off. You know what I'm saying? And they're just not really, like, I ain't gonna lie, man, even for my son, if he wants to, you know, because my mama didn't push us out and kick, uh, you know, kick us out at 18. You know, at some points, I think that, uh, you know, learning some of the responsibilities earlier, which, you know, there was not much, many lessons that, you know, I didn't learn on my own uh, as far as that. I mean, of course, the examples that she said, you know, my and, you know, of course, my dad said through, you know, through the interactions because he didn't live with us. But, you know, however, you know, I learned through a lot of, uh, you know, examples, but at the same time, I mean, we got to be specific about teaching certain lessons to them. This is a lot to learn. It's a lot to learn. All the damn tricks, all the damn scams, because I, you know how, like, as we're older now, when we look at something, a lot of times we know it's a scam right off the bat. Like my daughter yeah. brings something to me and shows, show me something. And I'm like, that's a scam. And she's like, no, it looks like it's re- legit or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that, it, no, it's a scam. Yeah. And I'll be willing to be like, all right, well, look, let's test it. You know, I mean, and and that's one of those things that, you know, you got to be willing to do with them so that yeah. you can be like, you know, hey, I've been scammed before. That's how I know. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I've, you know, I've had so much hope for, you know, changing my life and doing this or doing that. And then I'm spending my $30, $40 on some. Say, bro, I'm going to tell you, look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me give you an example, bro. I uh I saw this thing. I was like, you know, because it, it, you know, the way that they expressed it, it seemed like, damn, that's that makes a lot of sense. But it was total shit. Yeah. But like uh, sealing envelopes, like you know, you'll be an envelope filler, and they'll pay you a dollar for each one that you fill, and <laughs> they'll send you all this stuff in bulk. You fill the stuff for them and, and mail it out, and because of what they make from it. 
you know, they make five, seven dollars, they can pay you a dollar easy. And I was like, oh shit, let me get, I can get a thousand of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, shoot, I might be able to do 2,500 if I really focus. You know, you know what I'm saying? I think I how much money I can make. It's a bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, it's different things that, I mean, for you to learn, you know, the, the system, like, cause I mean, even before the internet scam, this was way before internet. You know what I'm saying? But the scams were still going on, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, it might be something that's in a magazine and you just like, damn, I can make a, a dollar off of each envelope I feel. Shoot, I can <laughs> shoot, I can do it I I gotta be able to do at least a hundred of them in an mm-hmm. hour. And, and you know those, what I'm saying? those damn pyramid schemes are rampant like a motherfucker. Some of them are even legitimate businesses per se. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? They're, they're so big that they appear to be legitimate. By the way, I wanted to say hey to Doc, bro. I appreciate you coming through and uh, chilling with us, man. And checking us out. Yeah, man. appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Definitely. So, but, uh, the Taliban, uh, they said, released a decree on women's rights in Afghanistan. So, basically, they was just saying... Uh, they they still not talking about them going to school or having a job. So, but they're just trying to appear to to be you know better so that you know they can get a seat at the UN and shit like that. Basically, just sucking up to them. <clears throat> this thing right here is pretty ignorant. Uh, interesting, man. And I've been because I've been talking about magnets and shit. This shit popped up on my um feed. I don't know why this kind of shit always like really, really like I don't know. Call me a crazy nerd. It sucks you. You know, I yeah. Um I I bought my son something, um, some stuff that I really want to play with, you know what I'm saying? And it's (laughs) stuff like this, you know what I'm saying? It's really like some uh batteries, mechanics, electronic like little stuff where you can I can't I can't I can't wait because like I hadn't been home since uh since I got it for him, but and he doesn't really know what to do with it, but I'm sure once he kind of sees, he'll. I don't, wait a minute, what is happening? So okay, these are magnets, and this is what I've been talking about, and about the um when I was explaining electricity and the flow, and how the uh, electricity moves along the thing. All this shit is related, and it's still about the universe too. It's all about this right here. These, this is what it is, bro. That's why this shit fascinates me beyond belief. It's about the North and South Poles, too. You know, the dualities. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how those trains move and shit. And that's what I was talking about, too. That's how they make the trains move. Like, this is the real technology we should be using um, for for moving. And because you can see how fast it moves. It's... um, It shows... He's going to show the the, the polarities because he's got these... These are magnets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, but he's got them all facing a particular direction for the north and the south poles. Okay. He's gonna show a diagram that explain. There it is, right there. Look. Yeah. Oh shit. No, I that saw it. Um. Anyways, so just this. This is the shit. This is the shit right here. Like, so when you, you can think about the Egyptians and all of that stuff and how they built everything, you know. They had to understand this shit right here better than we do. So, um, because like, you know, lifting those heavy ass stones and shit like that, like 
we don't to this day we still don't really have the technology i'm sure it's this i'm sure it's related to the magnetisms the electric electrical freaking mm -hmm. charge i'm sure it's related related to that wow <laughs> I don't know why. I just let's see. Okay, see. All this some, all, I tell you, bro, this is some cool shit, man. He broke the damn. Um, on that one, it showed on one side it was all north. They he had all the magnets facing north, and on the other side they were all facing south. So, and it has the. It's all about the channel, but in between, you know what I'm saying? And that's what how it, uh power moves too. It's the same way, like you know, power moves. Because we were talking about the power lines. And how like people think that the electricity flowing through those wires, but it's totally not. It's flowing around the wires in this field. And that's exactly how it can move so fast. And it's only moving one way too. It is only goes one way. Hmm. You know, in one direction. It's called it's kind of like entropy because entropy is in, in, uh very interesting because it's like in science it says things can only increase entropy it can never decrease entropy so that's and that's a, also another reason why they feel like time can only go forward yeah that's crazy so when you really think about the universe, you think about magnetism, you know. Send me that video, man. <laughs> oh, I, 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 no, I, I need to send that. To, I need to send that to Lil Pet, bro. Like I, I need him to kind of start getting, because I mean, you know, I want him to get into physics, and uh, you know, I mean, his his mom, his 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 mother side of the family did like you know him getting into engineering and stuff like that, but I think like a at an earlier age just to be able to kind of tap into different things like this it'll help him no matter what he goes into yeah yeah that shit right there i could definitely play just like that that was a grown-ass man doing that shit <laughs> i'm sure yeah. he'd be fucking with it having a day. ball <laughs> having a ball say bro say look i ain't gonna lie like i found myself you know with Little little stuff, little magnets, and this, that, and the other. Just have me a good old little time with it, you know. Shit, almost like a, those fidget spinners. Like I'm so amazed by little little silly stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but however, um, shoot, he he looked like he was having fun with all of that. Hell yeah! I wonder yeah. how much all those magnets cost. Probably don't and, cost much. They're probably cheap. Yeah. No, I don't know Magnus. I don't know how. I don't think they that ones. That's probably why he was using those. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I never bought. I mean, I used to play with Magnus a lot. I don't remember how much. Yeah. I was a kid. I was a kid. I probably wasn't even paying for that shit. Um, in the title, I talked about Gisling's trial for the first week. And yeah, I. Go ahead. I I'm sorry, I missed a lot of it since. Uh, yeah, so I got a little recap video. It's only two and a half minutes or whatever, whatever, but it, it break down that. And then right. Chris, they fired Chris Cuomo. Did you hear about that? I thought he'd been fired. No. Well, no, I thought they made him step down. No, they told him to go home or whatever. <laughs> Wait a minute, that, that's, the, that's the dude from New York, right? 
Well, oh no, see you're mixing it up. The brother, the other brother, they yeah, the 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 mayor, what was he? The governor? I always get confused because New York State, New York City confuses the shit out of me with politics. But anyways, yeah, they made him get out of there because of the sexual stuff. No, I'm talking about the brother who uh, is the anchor for CNN, I want to say, CNN. And the brother, Chris, Chris Cuomo. And so anyway, so he was helping his brother with that situation, with that Me Too thing he was going through. And apparently he used his power, you know what I mean, in uh, inappropriate ways that wasn't a, was against the rules or whatever. So they they at first they had suspended him, but they officially fired him like tonight, like on a Saturday. Well, that's weird because they they fired him like on a Saturday and shit. Because it's the end the of the because it's the end of the week. That's the last day of the week. You didn't you didn't serve your purpose. He said he's he's building a rail gun. Oh, that must have been back when with the with the magnets. Oh, okay, yeah. The CNN reporter brother got fired for helping hid the mayor brother's misconduct. Yeah, so they they fired him officially. So I'm, today, gotta, yeah, I think it, I want to say today. Like, <laughs> and that's what's weird as hell to get fired on a Saturday. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, the way they get paid. You know, it would. It, it ain't gonna matter really, because it's gonna be his contract. So it, it, that's gonna what it's gonna be. They're gonna whatever his contract. See, when you have jobs like that, you've already signed a contract that they're gonna pay you a certain amount over a certain period of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're but, liable to but, have to, depending on what, depending on how it was drafted, of course. True. They may have to just pay him the rest of his. Uh, contract like they're letting him out of his contract. Like, okay, we're gonna pay you the rest of the money, but yeah, you know, that, that means, yeah, but see, on, what on happens the cert- is you always have to renew your contract after it ends, you renew it, right? So that it's like we're not renewing it. That's kind of like how it works with them, they're getting fired, but it's really like we're not renewing your contract. But under but certain they may, circumstances, they may have to pay on, him the rest of it, possibly, but at, under certain circumstances, they can they can they can cut your. It's you know you have a contract to where like you may be liable to be there, but the the company may not necessarily have the same kind of liability to you know like you have to stay within certain parameters to be there. Right. You know, so they could probably let them go. I mean, they probably won't just you know cut them short with no money. You know, that's kind of like how they do police officers. You know, they usually still have a way to send you know give you money whether it's through the that union or through whatever but for tv they'll yeah they they like i said they may pay out the rest of his contract you never know but yeah, i was just no, figuring really. my, based on the saturday you know because we got 52 weeks and if you're basing you know on what they owe you you work to the end of that week they can easily calculate, you know, okay, this is week 44, then, you know, off. Yeah, but they these people don't get paid like that. They're getting paid. It's it's not on a scale like that. Yeah, well. Check, check it out. This is the gasoline Maxwell. They actually in court? Like, this camera was in court? Oh, no, no, no. Federal courtroom. 
They're not. Maxwell is accused of helping a late financier, Jeffrey Epstein, they must have got some... sexually exploit Yeah, this is girls. not from inside court. This she is has something pleaded not else. guilty to eight counts of sex trafficking and other crimes linked to the alleged abuse. Her attorneys argue she is being scapegoated because Epstein killed himself in 2019 and cannot be prosecuted. On the other side, prosecutors call Maxwell a predator who preyed on vulnerable young girls. Moira Kim Kenza <clears throat> is a partner at Wilkinson Stecklaw and is one of those closely watching the trial. The prosecution gave really a very by the book opening statement that really laid out clearly what the charges are against Maxwell. You saw from the defense that they took a number of different tasks, issues of memory, how they were going to look at issues of money that certain of the victims have received in the wake of Epstein's death. The first of four victims to testify was Jane, who teared up as she recounted her repeated abuse by Epstein when she was 14 years old in the mid-1990s. Jane said Maxwell showed her how Epstein liked to be massaged and sometimes participated in their sexual encounters. On Friday, a green massage table seized from Epstein's Palm Beach estate was shown in the court. Jane's testimony oh, was very emotional, very powerful. Um, the cross-examination, it sounds like the defense was able to do a little bit of showing that there are things that Jane did not remember. Other key moments from the trial include testimony from a longtime house manager and Epstein's personal pilot. Juan Alessi worked until 2002 at Epstein's Palm Beach estate, where he said he was expected to be blind, deaf and dumb. He recalled cleaning up sex toys from the massage room and storing them in Maxwell's bathroom. Pilot Lawrence Vazowski's testimony provided jurors an insight into the lifestyle of Maxwell and Epstein. He said Britain's Prince Andrew and former US Presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump flew on Epstein's plane multiple times. Prince Andrew, Clinton and Trump are not accused of criminal wrongdoing. The trial will resume on Monday and is expected to last until January. So what do you think about that? That, uh... What I'm trying, to, I was trying to think of what they called that kind of evidence, where like you know, it's it's physical evidence, but it, like it was to strike that emotion, and you know, psychologically bring her, you know, to a state of mind where she, I guess, remembers, you know, certain objects from that time, that period, or whatever. And I and, and I swear, one thing I don't like about the way they do that stuff is because I feel like a lot of people be getting enjoyment off from that shit. Like, they be getting off on that shit. Like, they really enjoy taking the person through this painful thing again, and they just kind of, like, enjoying that shit. Like, it's, it's fucking pleasure. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess that element does exist, but at the same time, I mean, you're trying to, uh, you know, is I think if they're doing it in a, in a in a case like that, I mean sometimes they have to because you know to really trigger or to give the the jury uh you know a piece of what that person might have felt and to see how they react to something as simple as a table, you know what we might just consider a table, what kind of you know, memories that brought back to that, that person. So, I mean, can we say that it's truly effective? I, I mean, I really don't know, but 
I can kind of see that's where they were going with that. But, you know, I really do think that, I mean, not that to take anything from Epstein, because I really believe he, uh, you know, was the mastermind or, uh, you know, had, you know, like she's, they, they, they naming him the fin financier. So he's definitely, you know, was big in the case, but for her, she's the one who's really psyching out these women, getting them comfortable, dropping their guards, and then bringing them into some of the deepest dangers that they've ever experienced. Yeah, so we're going to see what happens with this. Like I said, I think they're going to use her as a scapegoat, and, um, and she's going to go down, but it's not going to be no whole bunch of time, though. Um, Doc said the left eats its own. He spent the last six years throwing shade at the right. Now he's not useful anymore. Talking about uh, Cuomo. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't and, sure because I, 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 I was for whatever reason I was thinking, you know, based on what we just heard about the because you know the Trump, the uh, Clintons, the you know different people who may have been involved with this trial is where I, my mind went. But uh, yeah, I, get, I see. I, I see now because he said he spent so much time, you know, talking about the right side to where, like, I mean, because they, they're they're all showing their faces. Like, I mean, the evil that's been hidden is coming to light, and you know, pretty much like what they said, all the everything that's done in the dark comes to the light. So you, uh, you know, you're gonna see a lot more of that, you know. A lot of, especially like politics, it's something, something's brewing and like they can't so, keep a lid on it. Yeah. So back to the trial. So how does that relate, you think, to politics? Because they keep mentioning Clinton, Trump and Prince Andrew. It's a precursor. It's, 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 it's to prepare people to, you know, hey, all these people that you, you know, put a lot of trust in and hope in, you're going to see how big of animals they really were you know like i think it's really setting the stage for people to to realize that these things that you know you hoped were not true you know especially if you you know because a lot of people love the clintons you know that was in a lot of people's work of uh, minds especially black people that was the first black president you know what i'm saying and uh, a lot of people had a lot of love for the clintons um you know, even like with just recently with Trump, if he shows to have as much involvement as they say, like that's going to have a lot of, you know, white people that's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. He's the one that was pushing the, you know, like because he, he really has been in, um, you know, pushing these investigations on the human trafficking because it's like it got to be such a big big deal you know america first you know is this whole idea so and that was one of the things that they felt that needed to that needed to end to really bring all these people from the deep state out in the open you know what i'm saying so i mean i think it's gonna really set the stage for uh it's setting the stage for the things that's gonna come out <laughs> I think like I said, right. these U.S. Marshals, like I said, I, I think I was mentioning the other night. I mean, they've been, you know, shoot, those, these are the badass cops. Like, these are real cops. U.S. Marshals are, you know, they're like Texas Rangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how the badass Texas Rangers are. U.S. Marshals is on the same level, if not, you know, 
more serious if you can get more serious. But um, like they've been say, bro, they've been doing a lot of stuff that the average person you know may not know about. Because I mean, you know, not many people read newspaper. Uh, even if you find it online, a lot of people don't really sit back and watch it. A lot of people, you know, see the headlines and, you know, a lot of times that's enough for them. But the headlines are very tricky uh, these days. Like it's a setup, you know, for you to, because I mean, you have to, you have to read the full article to really know because they'll like, um, you know, to they'll talk about how how great the government is doing for you know certain demographics, and then you know it was just a it was just a catch piece, like something <laughs> just to you know catch people's attention because they know most people are not going to read it, you know, and they can have that. That's the thing that stays in your mind, but mm-hmm. then they get yeah. into the detail. No they get data into the behind de- it. No, no data behind it at all. No. <laughs> Nothing, no supporting evidence at all. But they can put that. But they can put that that misleading title, because most people are gonna see just see the that that title, and it's like, yeah, okay, we're good. You know, what I'm saying they think that you know the people in office are doing the right things by the people, but then when you really get to the meat of it, you realize that that's a, another freaking. Lie. Mayo and mustard sandwich. There's no meat in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie sandwich. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty uh, much. He said, Have you seen a list of people that took Epstein flights? It was surprising. We showed it the other night, didn't we? Yeah, we sh- um well, all the people that was on that docket. I don't know if that was related to Epstein sock. Right, well, so. I think that was well. You know what? I think that was one of the list of the guests that people that had gone to the his one his estate one of one of his estates. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was Palm Beach or if it was the island, the Virgin Islands, probably that one. Yeah, I, but that and it showed a, a lot of because I mean I ain't gonna lie, I would be somewhat disappointed if like for some of the names I heard because the Jay Z's the uh, well I mean I, I guess I probably wouldn't be that surprised about uh jay-z but kanye west was one that i was like oh man you know maybe that's one of the reasons why he's doing a lot of this repenting um or you know trying to you know get himself closer to god now because of some of the things that he's done in his past i don't know i mean but yeah um some of those some of those names were like oh man you know but i mean honestly it doesn't matter, you know, no idols. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, yeah, I might respect people's uh, arts and, you know, uh, some of the things they might do, but yeah. at the same time, it doesn't matter. If you, you, res- you respect the work is what you respect, you know what I mean? What they did. You, you can still appreciate what they've done as far as their work and, mm-hmm. you know, what you know the person that they are whatever you can detach that i think r kelly was on the list and see and that's that's one of those things because i think that might be a part of what what might because he started talking about he was gonna start putting out names and stuff too so um you know that could lead since they got it and then if i was him i would be trying to shorten my sentence what, like, yeah. Can I can I snitch on who can I snitch on, bro? For y'all to <laughs> what name y'all? Want? 
but at the same time, a lot of them that's reach high places in the uh, in the entertainment f- uh, field, you know, like a lot of them have done some some wicked stuff in order to get that contract or to be able to at least maintain what they had started getting because that initial con contract may not have been what led them there, but for them to be able to get multiple contracts or get you know for them to be able to grow to what they did grow to i think some of them have crossed the line back and forth and some of them enjoyed it most of them might have enjoyed it you know what i'm saying like they just like oh yeah this is what i want to be a part of some of them is just kind of like okay i just had this is what i had to do for my family because now you know and I think, you know what I'm a, saying? I think it's a lot of us out there like that because you know, because you know, if you end up in this crazy ass party, you may not even agree with this shit, but you know, this is connected to like your livelihood, literally. Like these, these are people you can't piss off, or you that's your damn chick. Yeah, and, and you know, I agree because I'm a, uh, I agree with what uh, Doc is saying. I don't know if you call you Chris or Doc. I like Doc, but. Uh, you know what Doc is saying is because, like, what uh, Cat Williams he was like, he's been to some of these parties. Like he, you know, it says like he got invited to the party and he's looking in these rooms and he see these different things going on. You know, as for, from his testament, he he didn't, you know, involve himself in all of that. So it's a good possibility that some of them were just there and maybe they're decoys, you know, like somebody just having these big parties with the rich and famous and this, that, and the other. Allowed, going on allowed in the this back big, room and you, you're yeah, not really involved in it. That you, it, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that is highly likely, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, I don't want to just put it on everybody, but, you know, I am looking at the fact that, you know, I, I guess maybe preparing myself that, you know, if these people do have more to do with it than I would like to believe they, you know, they do, you know what I'm saying? I, I maybe that's my, for my own, uh, you know, yeah. you know, my own preparation for all of that, but yeah. either way, it is highly likely like that, that, that is the case that, you know, some of them were just there. So you, the thing is, you don't know which ones, which names, <laughs> you, there has to be somebody who's just gonna be like sick and tired of, of holding it in their they heart and just like yes it was me and them and them and them and you know what I'm saying? like but especially gonna... if they if they catching cases that's what i'm saying like if r kelly knows something that can get his case shortened that nigga probably talking to somebody right now <laughs> yeah, say bro if if something happened to r kelly we already know because I'm gonna tell you, like one of the people I think he really, really wanted. Because I mean, I've heard different things uh, over the years that you know nobody truly has substance for. But shoot, like Jay Z, like he, all you know, like Jay Z ended up cutting him off on that. You remember that album, the, the the best of both worlds? Yeah, they was on tour together, and then the tour just ended abruptly halfway through. Yeah, yeah. So he tried to separate himself fully from that because. You know, he didn't really want to be implemented within it, which I get. But at the same time, you know, um, you know, we've heard the rumors of of him and Aaliyah, you know. 
she she was a, another one. Like I think after after uh, R. Kelly, like that was one of the people that was trying to get at her, knowing she was underage. Yeah, you know, I know she used to date what's his name, Dame Dash. See, and that might be another one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of stuff that was going on in the '90s that you know they thought they were invincible during those times and you know this is you know they they shoot this the rich and famous that think that they can get away with whatever so it's it was a totally different mindset that then than what they might carry today but at the same time i mean you know i don't think it really matters to uh you know the the public or even whoever may be bringing up cases against them you know how they feel now was what what is this was what happened right because i mean this whole me too thing i mean shit they bringing up shit against bill cosby's from the 70s you know what i'm saying that that's when shoot i was a baby i was you know what i'm saying a young kid when all this stuff happened here i am you know in my 40s where they and now they take then took this man to jail yeah so i mean if they can be that crucial that i mean shit, that's 20 years difference i mean they went 20 past 20 years past the 90s yeah a lot of this so i mean anybody i, I feel like that's the way you know the way point. things the way things are looking anybody can get it that's a very good point man that's some scary shit too for a lot of people out there i'm sure they're like damn the niggas because because they may just be like you know sitting in their room like damn the niggas might be coming for me <laughs> It might be coming for me for real. Yeah, I mean, shoot, they didn't have a couple of. Uh, well, I say a couple, but there's one major person that was at the top of hip hop that moved to a whole nother country. Uh, Russell Simmons. Bingo. Yeah, Russell Simmons did that because he was getting me to, and it looked like he might have caught a case, and he totally did that. He went to a whole nother country, a country that he couldn't get extradited from. And mm -hmm. and that's where he lives. Yeah, yeah. He's not coming back. Not coming back. <laughs> he bought land out there and everything. Yeah, he lives. That's his house now. Yeah. Yeah. So CNN announced on Saturday. That, that, that's one of the reasons why I can say that this is some shit that's bigger than what we think. But yeah, no, I'm ready. I I was just yeah. Let's let's to Chris Cuomo get fired. CNN it's announced it's on Saturday that it has fired news anchor Chris Cuomo after additional information came to light during an investigation into his efforts to help his brother, former New York governor Andrew Cuomo, respond to allegations of sexual misconduct. The cable news network released a statement saying in part, quote, we retained a respected law firm to conduct a review and have terminated him effective immediately. Cuomo, who hosted CNN's most watched primetime news show, had been suspended on Tuesday. He admitted in May that he had broken some of the network's rules in advising his brother on how to handle the allegations from a public relations perspective. In a statement on Twitter, the 51-year-old said he was disappointed, writing in part, quote, This is not how I want my time at CNN to end, but I have already told you why and how I helped my brother. Andrew Cuomo was forced to step down as governor in August after multiple allegations of sexual misconduct. He has denied any wrongdoing. Cuomo was initially suspended after New York Attorney General Letitia James showed text and other messages in which he sought to use his own sources in the media 
to find out information on the case and the women involved in it. A criminal complaint charging Andrew Cuomo with a misdemeanor sex offense was filed on October 29th in a New York court. And you know what? I, I guess I've uh, you know, I've, I've seen both of these guys, and I don't know the name Cuomo. I, I you know, maybe I've run them both together at different times. But uh, yeah, I, I you know, that's kind of hard, bro. I mean, you know, there's certain things like when it comes to family, you do stupid shit. Try to protect the people you love, you know what I'm saying? But hey, it, I guess you know it, it just is what it is. Um, I you know they really have anything specific about what he did? That's why, why it was so bad. Uh, it really, honestly, it doesn't sound that bad to me, honestly. And 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 it, I think that goes back to Doc's comment about how the left eats itself. Because, I mean, it really doesn't sound that bad. I mean, it is, it, you know, and because because and even Chris Cuomo keeps saying, like, you know, hey, I helped my brother like anybody would have done it. And and I can't even really argue with that. Like, I don't think anybody can really. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. used he used what, what you know, because he's a journalist and lawyer and all of that shit. So he was advising his brother how to deal with the, the situation he was going through. And yeah. And also using, you know, his tools and information that he had at hand to give his brother as many, you know, advantages he could have in, in his situation. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I may have found myself in the same place. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, you know, I, I really don't know all of the, the, the details in the charges that uh, his brother has. uh well, because this is Chris, so that's uh, what's the brother's name? James A Andrew. A Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know all the details and what it was, how you know horrific it may have been, or this, that, and the other. But uh, you know, like that's like I said, that's a tough one, bro. Like I mean, you know, I can try to be all, you know. Like I'm a goody two shoes or something like that, but when it comes down to it, I mean, you know, you got certain people in your life. You don't matter what they do, you're gonna try to protect them. And even though he was bending the rules, he knew he was bending the rules, but his brother was really going through it as the fucking governor. Like they really coming at his ass. So you know, they brothers, they probably played in the sandbox together. You can't. So uh, Doc wrote, it's kind of ironic. After all the biased reporting he's done, he gets fired for an ethics charge for helping family. You know, and... and wow, that's heavy. <laughs> but, you, you know, I mean, but he, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he... Uh, that is that is very true. That's a, that's a perspective that uh, I guess I hadn't considered yet. But, yeah, he has done some, you know, he's trying to put put some people in the dirt. You know, so like he's done some stuff where he tried to make other people look worse than, you know, in situations that might not have been as bad as what his brother is doing and, you know, digging a hole for him. But uh, I mean, but, you know, see, they, they're OK with you bending the rules as long as you're doing it for the network or whatever. Yeah. If you're doing it to not help the network for the store. Yeah. I mean, for like, the story. Yeah, so they so they like you you using our resources and time and shit to 
Help your brother, nigga. You supposed to be writing stories or some shit. <laughs> go, go record a damn video or something, motherfucker. What the fuck is you doing? No, you fired. Yeah, you know like, what I'm I saying. Mean, you know that's what I be talking about with uh, the slaves. A very high paid slave, and that's the same reason why he's saying when we talk about the biased stories, that's because that's the shit that they giving him that he got to regurgitate for his fucking big ass check. He was one of the biggest anchors. Like he drew the most. For CNN, I want to say he had the highest rating show on CNN. So yeah, yeah so they just shot. I, well, I mean, if that's the, if that's the case, then he's one of the one of the more higher paid. Then exactly. So I mean, it's not like he's going to be hurt because I mean, if if uh, what's the dude's name from? I think he's from Baton Rouge. Uh, he works for CNN. The black guy for uh, the gay black guy for CNN. Uh, What's the new name? Oh, he no longer helps control the narrative. He has become the narrative. <laughs> yeah, looks that way. I mean, but like that's just like that's that's kind of how a lot of these things happen. And shoot, maybe he was one of those people that's been over the Epstein's Island. You know what I'm saying? You you never know, man. A lot of this crazy kinky stuff that's you know. But I think the main thing that we have to focus on on this is because, like, okay, we beating up the left, but they all do this, right? All of the big anchors do the, as far as the the bias stories and regurgitating shit that you know is not their own words, especially the ones that are getting paid a lot of money. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that uh, all of them have to follow the protocols of, you know, what you know comes with their job, and um, you Don know, Lemon. I think Don Lemon's who I was saying, yeah. Oh, uh, see, Doc, Doc knew what you were talking about, I didn't know, yeah. Don Lemon, uh, because I mean, I know he's probably makes about four million a year, so he might be at 10, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's not like they're gonna go, you know, they're gonna. Oh yeah, I, shuffle, I don't shuffle. have no no sympathy for this guy. He, I, he, I have no <laughs> fuck no. Go yeah. cry, go cry but, on your but, but but what, but you know, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, me personally, you know, and maybe it's one of my biases, and I, I don't really think it's a bias. I just just see this just the way I'm. I see how a lot of these people act is that like a lot of them do act like they are so righteous, and as if you know they can speak on you know, other people as if they're, you know, so harmful to the world or their, you know, how their ridiculousness because of their own views or whatever, you know, whatever the situation might be. And then it turns out that they're just as human as the next man. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, when, when the shoe is on the other foot, you know, you're going, you're going, you're going to either slide, you know, Try to walk in them the way the, the same way that the other person would, you know. So I mean that's that's one of the the things that I guess gets me the most about people like this, you know, because I, I I'm I've been trying to do better by you know the whole leftist rightist liberal conservative whatever, but what's it? What? I didn't hear about that. I haven't heard that yet either. And he messed with. Excuse me. God bless you. 
Um, that's that's pretty interesting too. So I mean, they they might be trying to take down a whole fleet of them. You know what I'm saying? You know, but and, like I say, you know, like I say, they they all crooked as fuck. So and like he said, the left eats itself. That's what they do. But you already know, like I said, <laughs> they they gonna it's gonna be a whole nother way that they gonna be getting the people on the right. So I mean, if we think about it good enough, we could probably just think of it right now because they, they the strategies they do don't never be new. It's always um, you know the same playbook. Well, I mean, you got to think because I mean the example I use a lot of times that like people don't you know that seem to forget, and I I'm so happy to remind them it's like the same person that um, you know because if if the ties were different, if it wasn't if uh, Trump wasn't running against Clinton. He would because he had to switch from being a Democrat to a Republican in order to run against her. So he could have very well been a Democrat. A new intelligence report obtained by CBS News says Moscow. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he could have very well been running on a Democratic ticket if it hadn't been Clinton that was already there, who was a firm Democrat, you know, and you know DNC already, you know, backing her. and I'm 100% sure that uh, Biden did not even want to run. Like, somebody, they forced him in there. They was like, get in there, Biden. I'm going to kill your ass. <laughs> get in there, buddy. You, we yeah, need you. I mean, we he, need you. Him, get in there. Him lingering on with, from the uh, that Obama uh, administration is the main thing that they had because they didn't really have anybody that was strong enough to go against them. To, to go against uh Trump, like the DNC, like they had all of their their chips in one barrel, and there was nobody well known enough that could come out and you know people would say yeah all right I'll go with this person, even though you know both of these people are probably just as racist as the other. Like I mean, it's uh, would be a a true competition to decide who might be the. I mean, you know, if you really because people bring back bring up stuff from the seventies, and I mean they got the same kind of stuff on you know uh, on Biden in his early years. So I mean, yep, yeah, I mean maybe people change over time, but for me, I think a lot of core stuff sticks with people. Yeah, but I don't think you should be able to. I don't know. I ain't even got comment on that. Here, let's check this out. Biden says he will make it, quote, very, very difficult for Russia to invade its neighbor, Ukraine. A new intelligence report obtained by CBS News says Moscow is mobilizing 175,000 troops for a possible invasion in early 2022. The president was asked about Russian President Vladimir Putin's intentions as he left the White House on his way to Camp David late Friday. Where Russia's actions for a long time. And, uh... My expectation is we're going to have a long discussion. We'll see. CBS's Christina like Ruffini covers foreign in the White House. Christina, what is the White House doing to try to head off a potential international security crisis? International Jimmy, security crisis. Way to fucking Ukraine. What, what does that mean? A phone call. That's President Putin and President Biden on Tuesday. It also says President Biden will underscore U.S. concerns with Russian military activities on the border with Ukraine and reaffirm U.S. support for the sovereignty and territorial integrity 
of that country. Why, why, why now, do we care? A spokesperson for the National Security Council said they are deeply concerned by evidence that Russia is stepping up its planning for military action in Ukraine, possibly by early next year. And an administration official tells CBS News Russia intends to mobilize twice the number of troops into that contested eastern region of Ukraine. Now, remember, Russia has held parts of that country since 2014 when it annexed Crimea. The Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was also asked today what the U.S. would do since Ukraine is not a member of NATO if Russia invades further. He said he didn't want to speculate on invades hypothetical situations, further? but that the U.S. would make sure Ukraine had mm -hmm. the to defend itself. He also said he believes there is still room for diplomacy. Jamie? We'll be watching this closely. Christina Ruffini, thank you. Well, let me give some balance to that story before we talk about it, because I've already looked at this and Putin said that he don't even have no no intentions of 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 going into uh, Ukraine like he's good. And they haven't mobilized no troops or no shit like that now, other than what they had already had set up before, you know. Uh -huh. So the, the news about this is all just like a, it's really a provocative measure for the United States, how the United States does that posturing thing that it does. Mm -hmm. It's really to kind of rev up our, its own public, like us, the Americans, and to kind of mm -hmm. whip us into kind of a, a bit of a frenzy about nothing, because it's really about nothing. And so it's a big nothing burger. And um, at this point now, Things could change over there. So like some of the stuff they're saying is true, except it looks like Russia is good with Crimea. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they, and a lot of those people in Crimea and in that area in other parts of Ukraine feel like they're Russian anyways. That's, that's how they feel. That's one of those borders that a lot of people don't understand. Like I be saying all the time about these borders, the people stretch across these borders. The, the cultural region stretches across that border. Yeah, um, and the cultures, like, uh, I mean, they're so close to really, is it, okay, room for diplomacy would lead us to believe that we have competent diplomatic leadership. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we and, 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 and like I say, it's a big nothing burger anyways. There's just, it's just well, a. Well, you know, for me, it, it, it definitely gives me a big question mark because you know those this type of things have happened to us so many times to where like my trust of their movements and you know what they're telling us their movements are about just kind of leads me to just like i you know i i just i just don't know because like a lot of times we've come up with a bunch of nothing in the end because like when the truth comes out we find out that you know it was initial you know it was just a bunch of bullshit from our very own country and that's what this is i'm telling you and that's what um we try to that's why i try to talk about world events and a lot is to try to get the politics connected across the borders because oh. the, the, the it's a geopolitical scape yeah, because I, I mean, as far as I'm, you know, as far as I'm concerned, based on what I'm hearing, and you know, this is speculating that they're probably trying to be have an excuse to put a base in in that region. Yeah, like that, and and then that kind of goes with the um the money, you know, just an excuse for budget. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Another another way to try to extract resources and steal from somebody. Yeah. You know, which I mean, I guess is a common theme for a lot of these countries. But at the because, same time, I mean, I don't want us to just, you know, just look at it as if, oh, they're but, just going there to protect. Even, but even at the end of the day, even at the end of the day, regardless of what's happening, what the hell does it got to do with the United States? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. So what if Russia wanted to take uh, all of Ukraine? So what? Well, militarily, I mean, you just think about it. I mean, you know, the more um, momentum another uh, country builds. All, all of that used to be Russia. All of that used to be Russia. Well, I, I get it. And, you know, like that separation happened for whatever reasons that, you know, maybe I, I, I don't know you know, know about because they separated for what reasons? That's that's some of the stuff that we'll have to go into in that it history. The, it was the it was the because um, it was the USS it was the USS right. right. This is very interesting. The Soviet Union, yeah. And and I always this is what I point whenever we, I point to the point of uh, the Chernobyl Chernobyl event as the last little straw, the tip, the broke the camel's back that led to the Bolshevik revolution and all of that shit um, that brought Russia, the USSR down. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, it's really a long story. I tell, I should, t I tell everybody because look, you learn from these events because like the, the people were starving. You know what I'm saying? It always comes down to that. The people hungry, <laughs> the people hungry and, and the government mm -hmm. not being able to like, function and, and and provide food for these people so the people like you know what fuck that we finna fucking fix this shit ourselves you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. when you get revolution that was the breaking too many hungry people was the um straw that broke the camel's back well i mean my thing is i would want to hear what the ukraine's leadership would have to say because you know potentially they might want that exactly uh, that i'm telling you it's parts of them that don't, but it's parts of the community that does. It's kind of like a Brexit because like I say, it's, uh, uh, that used to be Russia. So there are some independent elements there where people want to you know, maintain autonomy or whatever, but there's a population of Ukraine that wants to be a part of Russia. It's a real hmm. thing. Because, I mean, that's the higher power, right? That I mean, that's who's actually pushing the agenda and uh, showing growth. Well, it has, more, it has more to do with the culture, the languages that they speak, the people that they relate well, I mean, people can have their cultures regardless. I mean, you know, I mean, that, but that that's to me, it would have to be a bigger, it had to be something bigger than just that because culture is within the people. They're going to have that no matter what. I mean, regardless of what the borders say right. or, you know, like, I mean, people going to have that regardless. So, I mean, that's why I say, you know, it has to be more with resources and obtaining certain powers that they they need for their, that, you know, that side of the border. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. Something so that's it, different. Yeah. It's got to be something. Oh, this stuff is always intricate. You can never just, like, simplify it to a, like, one factor anyways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These kinds of things are always going to be very complicated. That's what I say. I have done some pretty good studying on the uh, the like Bolshevik revolution and 
all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I am not no expert over there. So I'm not going to talk about that stuff too much because it's like it's super complicated. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a whole mess. You I'm know? sure. Yeah, yeah I, I'm 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 not adept in it myself. So, I mean, but I mean, I'm I can look at it generally, and just knowing just based on you know nature, human, you know, just the, our human interactions with things. I mean, the need for to 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 grow, you know, for them to move, you know, the way they're suggesting would have to mean something much more than just you know obtaining culture. You know, it's got to be way bigger than that. But but look, let's look at this aspect related to that, like Russia being the big country that it is. And you can see what brought it down. It was kind of like itself. And so like American can learn a lesson from that. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, no other country could bring America down. And that's what I'd be saying. The only country that can bring America down is America. True. That's that's one thousand percent. But uh, but I mean, and, and maybe this is just their way of being able to, you know, regain the same, you know, because I mean, it, I don't I don't know to say if it's all about power, because I mean, some of these people like when you hear the uh, their side of the story, when they speak of the uh, events from their point of view, and a lot of times is not what we've been taught, or, or, you know, the, the message that's been spread because it's always yeah. a nar- narrative. History always yeah. has a narrative. That's what they teach us too. You know, it always has yeah. a narrative. You you have to kind of like pick a part of it, and that's why I like to focus well, on the data. You know, the information. Well, what happened? Just tell me what happened. Don't give me no damn narrative. Tell me what. Happened. It would be easy. It would be easy for me to suggest that you know America is a is afraid of that that uniting again that union growing back into what it was because it only makes it you know harder for them or you know because i mean if if putin's gaining different powers because i mean i I, from what i understand through their uh fossil fuels because they're the ones that's gonna be going into you know shit the 20 between now and the 2050 they're probably going to have the highest growth in uh, fossil fuels you know them in china and um they you know they kind of run hand in hand you know because they're those they're allies with each other so it's kind of like that could present a bigger problem and, and maybe it's just a st- i mean it's it's really so hard to really say because i mean i've my distrust for what they tell us in our media is, you know, like it's hard for me to just jump aboard and say, you know, okay, well, if that's what we need to do, then let's do it. You know, I just like, okay, why are we messing with these people? You know, if that's what they want to do, let them do it. If nobody's asking for help, then, you know, just let them, just let them be. Okay. So here's, Let's hear what Putin has to say. This is December 1st. Uh, Ukraine. 
Если на территории Украины возникнут комплексы какие-то ударные, подлетное время до Москвы будет значит, 7-10, а в случае размещения гиперзвукового оружия сейчас испытали и успешно, и с начала года у нас будет на вооружении уже новая ракета морского базирования гиперзвуковая 9 махов. Подлетное время будет до тех, кто отдает приказы, тоже 5 минут. И создание таких угроз для нас и есть красные линии. Но я надеюсь, что до этого не дойдет. Надеюсь, что чувство здравого смысла, так и ответственности и за свои страны, и за мировое сообщество все-таки будет проявлено. So it's, it kind of sounds like what you were saying about, you said that the whole thing is about, you know, Russia being mad about the U.S. trying to get close to the Russian border and using Ukraine as an excuse. The situation in and around Ukraine remains fluid and unpredictable. There is no certainty about Russia's intentions. Uh, we uh, see a significant and unusual concentration of forces which is unjustified and unexplained and accompanied uh, by heightened rhetoric and disinformation. And we know that Russia has used force before against Ukraine and other neighbors. Today, ministers discussed the situation. We stand united uh, in our aim to deter Russia from any further aggressive actions. We call on Russia to be transparent, de-escalate and reduce tensions any future Russian aggression against Ukraine would come at a high price. Any, any further aggression on Ukraine will come at a high price. Like, I think, uh, I think uh, Biden said those exact same words. Mm -hmm. then, you know, that's how you know that that should be written by somebody it's else. System it's systematic. But, but yeah, I mean, most of the news is done that way. But, uh, however, um, I don't know. What do you think about that, that video? Because, well, I mean, I'm still trying to understand because he said something about some of his partners pulled out of a treaty, which would be, you know, I'm assuming of the, you know, Ukraine and there, he says that, you know, this is not something that he started. This is something that, you know, has been coming from, you know, I guess from that direction, from the east, from Ukraine, or would that? Hmm? No, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to put it together because I mean, I'm up there trying to read it. You know, it's different from me just hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know. This is, this is, this is going to be interesting because um, it looks like it's nobody's willing to back off. Not a spell is. Um, see, this is probably the same. Yeah, this is the same clip. They chopped the shit out of it, though. But you said he said if strike systems are deployed on Ukraine soil, the estimated flight time will be seven to ten minutes. Basically, he's talking about what he's mad, you know, what he's what his concerns are. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, 
Y'all can't be freaking sitting right here, bro. Like next Russian week. leader Vladimir Putin is warning NATO that deploying troops to Ukraine could cross what he calls a red line. And the warning comes as Russia is building up its military presence at the border between the two countries. Ian Lee is following. This is a talking head piece. I didn't I didn't realize it, so I shouldn't have clicked on it. But maybe it gives a little context, you know, in English. <laughs> no, I like to go to source material. Because anything that has to do with, like, Russia um, filtered through our media is probably not going to be good. Okay, so is there anybody else in the region that is uh, going to be fair about it? <laughs> uh it's just that outside of the U.S., it's, you know, it's like the post-Cold War type shit. So, like, other, the, U, the U.K. might be more, 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 uh, uh Well, but that, but, but see, I mean, that's the whole thing that they're part of NATO. And that's, that's a, a somewhat rivaling the, uh, the Russian government off top. So, Al Jazeera is their point good. of view. Their point of view. Tensions are high once again between Russia bad, and on, Ukraine. Moscow is deploying troops along the border and. Uh, okay, go ahead. My bad. I, but I was just trying to cue this one up. I think um, Al Jazeera is pretty good, but this is a long ass video. But maybe they'll give a sum up at the beginning. Be nice if they do. Let me see. What are they gonna do? Talking head. Looks like some good stuff is in there. Talking head, talking head. Hopefully they'll say something at the beginning. What were you saying? I don't. I don't remember. My bad, bro. I broke. I got broke your. I broke your freaking shit. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna play just a That's bit good. at the beginning of this. Because usually they give an overall at the beginning. ...of a possible invasion. What's triggered this? Tensions are high once again between Russia and Ukraine. Moscow is deploying troops along the border and Kiev is warning of a possible invasion. What's triggered this crisis and can it be contained? This is Inside Story. When he said possible invasion, that doesn't necessarily mean from Russia. Damn it. Russia's 41st I'm Imran Khan. Ukraine is accusing Russia of mobilizing tens of thousands of soldiers near their shared border. The movement of Russia's 41st Army units has raised fears a military offensive might be on the way. It's the second time this year Moscow has amassed combat-ready forces in the region. On Friday, Ukrainian this sounds like American Zelensky said Russia was reporting. planning a coup to overthrow his government. Moscow rejected those allegations and blamed Kiev and the U.S. for the escalating tensions. President Joe Biden says he's likely to speak to both leaders to ease the dispute. Russia seized Ukraine's Crimea region in 2014 and backed separatist territories in the east. NATO has warned Moscow that any attempt to invade Ukraine would have serious consequences. We'll hey, get to our guest shortly, that but first, line this again. Update from Charles well, what is it? in Eastern That line about the invade Ukraine, there's serious consequences. tensions, of course, remain unclear. <laughs> but one thing Same is line. certain, and that's Moscow 
continuously denying that it has any intention of invading Ukraine. And that's the kind of language, the kind of accusations that are being made by certain Western leaders and the international media, language that the Kremlin has described as being both malicious and hysterical. We also know, though, that President Putin is very unhappy with the Ukrainian leadership here, describing it as foot-dragging in implementing its side of a peace agreement signed in 2015, an agreement that uh, many analysts say is very much weighted in Russia's favour and could potentially give Russia uh, too much control of uh, Ukrainian internal affairs. And meanwhile, the international community, Ukraine's allies in NATO, the US, France and Germany, for example, warning Russia of serious consequences if indeed there was to be a further escalation. But it remains to be seen just how far they would go to protect Ukraine if indeed such a disaster was to happen. He wanted to say the line, Don't he flubbed it. Inside story in Abdiivka, <laughs> Eastern Ukraine. He flubbed the line. The annexation of Crimea mm -hmm. in 2014 worsened ties between the West and Russia. Moscow seized the region from Ukraine in March 2014, prompting international condemnation and sanctions. And the following month, war broke out in eastern Ukraine between Russian-backed separatists and the Ukrainian army. More than 13,000 people have been killed in the fighting, and at one point, about 1.5 million people were displaced. Now, in 2015, France and Germany brokered a peace agreement, but efforts to reach a political settlement have failed. Let's bring in our guests. Joining us live from Kiev, Alexei Haran. Talking heads. Okay, what do you think? What say you? I don't care. I don't know. I, I, I guess in a sense, I mean, I, I, I have an opinion, but, you know, at the same time, like. That's. I mean, but that's a good comment. That is a good comment because we're way over here on the other side of the freaking globe, bruh. That's the thing. Why is it news? <laughs> no, seriously, though. And then they make it so serious. And it, regardless of what happens over there between with Ukraine, you know, and I care about everybody in the planet. People, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm I care about people. That, that, that does it that's not you know why would america be so concerned with that that's my question involvement with nato that's i mean that's that's it right there and you know um when you know when america is ready to bully somebody you know that's where they go so you know at this point Social, how does that's, social that's, censorship and fact checking play a part in these politics? That um, that video was slanted as fuck that I just played. I ain't gonna lie, and it was slanted for United States. It sounded like United States freaking media. He says, um, "Look at the China Taiwan oh. situation too. China is literally building air bases in the most used." shipping lanes in the world yeah i have we was talking about that in the other show yeah yeah i mean they're strategically placing themselves in places that uh i mean shoot just i mean even even when it comes to america shoot they're right there in um was it central central america south america 
forget like what port they bought up. Uh, I don't. Th was it Puerto Rico? I don't know, but I mean, I know they're placing themselves. But yeah, I looked at a lot of that stuff they have in Taiwan. Like they they building islands. Like it was like, dude, like they they ain't playing. Like they got airstrips like in the middle of the damn sea. You know what I'm saying? Where they could like easily strike. Yeah, almost like anywhere that. in that region. The volume is low. Speaking after a four-day period in which nearly 150 Chinese warplanes flew into Taiwan's air defense zone. Jets have been scrambling for real more often as China has stepped up its military patrols. Xi Jinping is threatening a, quote, new Cold War against any nation that would stand up to communist China. At this point, it's becoming action, military action that we're starting to see in the form of exercises. It's probably sending a message to the U.S., but it certainly marks an escalation of tensions between Beijing and Taipei. Taiwanese military forces training for a scenario they hope will never happen. A Chinese invasion. Taiwan don't look weak themselves, shit. I'll just watch a little bit more. They're going to give I think this is actually going to happen. Like, China has been making a lot of changes lately. They like own their shit now. China的这个行为之外，啊，我们看到中国的这些演习，它常常会simulate，会模拟攻打台湾。那这种行为让我们感到非常。Well, what is very interesting about the Chinese Air Force exercises near in the Taiwan's air identification zone is really its magnitude and scale. China would usually send one or three, one to three planes. Uh, at one particular time. This time around, they say they sent over a dozen planes for two days. So the magnitude and impact and scale of these exercises really. So, what do you think about that shit? I'm probably going to wrap it soon because it's 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, you know, 
when somebody wants their independence and you know like because I mean I'm assuming you know it'll fix China in some kind of way as far as maybe taxes that's revenue uh, I don't know what's the important resource that they have in Taiwan that you know I, I mean I don't like I said I don't know enough about that to say that uh but I mean just the whole somebody wants their own their their independence like shit you you, you making money hand over foot like why you know what I'm saying why, why you gotta try to I mean is, is, this is just like somebody who's they go, they're trying to run the whole world you know what I'm saying it's just but you all have to understand that Taiwan used to be a part of China and I think well, it, if they did like bring them back into China Taiwan would still hold you know it would still you know have its individuality if you will like the people of Taiwan what's a different landmass yeah well they they have a bit of a different culture too because their history is a bit different from the mainland yeah yeah check out this comment right here um china is one of the few nations that sticks its neck out and defies u.s sanctions on venezuela iran the dprk and cuba to trade direly needed glue goods with these countries that's a weird word this is why the u.s attacks china china's defiance of the u.s imperialist agenda is a threat to the u.s dominance U.S. has no dominance. It's a word. Not, it's a not anymore. Conception. I mean, we don't have enough consistent leadership for, you know what I'm saying, this whole agenda with the, the you know, that we've been dealing with uh, the last two years is weakening it. And I mean, they're, they're putting their, uh, their sights on certain things that's got their greed in place and then there's you know some of these other affairs that maybe they should focus on more than the other things that's going to keep them from being able to dominate anything you know i mean it's mis it's misplaced like uh, they have too many misplaced like they're, they're not focusing on what government is supposed to focus on <coughs> They're worrying about too many little things to where when it comes to the big stuff, they're they're not they're not prepared. I don't see it. I mean, you know, even though a budget we have an extremely big budget in military, I don't see the the leadership really, you know, doing what they because I mean a lot of the little things that like our president is worrying about should be lingering in our house and our Senate. He, he he's 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 focusing on shit that is not even his job. This is what I'm trying to say. This dude says, "Why Iran's fuel tankers for Venezuela are sending shutters through Washington?" And this dude, that was a tweet, and so somebody reposted the tweet and wrote. A crucial, a crucial re read on how China's backing of Iran and Venezuela prevented the U.S. from stopping Iran's oil tankers. Why the United States did not block the Ar Iranian vessels does not have to do with 
Iran or Venezuela alone. It has to do with the presence of China behind both countries. Hmm. China is like you you can see that they they've been they've been playing chess. China been playing chess while America's playing checkers. Says China has deep commercial links with Iran and it has gradually developed such linkages with Venezuela. During the global pandemic, China has flown vital supplies to both countries, but crucially at the United Nations, China has been outspoken against the regime change policy driven by the United States against both states. It has been the Chinese shield that enabled the tankers to go through what is effectively a U.S. naval blockade of Venezuela. And, you know, and potentially th this this whole uh, involvement with China has might be a good thing. I, I, you know, like, I, I don't know the details, but, you know, like, it's, but at the same time, I mean, you know, America finds themselves, you know, holding on to a lot of anger and hate from, <coughs> you know, centuries behind us with South America, Central America, and, you know, all these different things. And, like, they will try to punish people today for things that happened so long ago to where, like, it blinds them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, these are these are, you know, like you looking at everything as a like a military stance, but at the same time, I mean, you're also hurting just everyday humans with some of your actions. So, I mean, I, it's it's kind of hard for me to really determine because <laughs> it's so complex. So. But that's how we ended up on this because I was we were talking about global politics and then we're talking about Russia and then we have to talk about China and then that leads to Venezuela. Yeah. A king with the wrong queen can't protect the kingdom if his biggest threat is inside his own castle. I hadn't. No, I'm going to order something in a few, but that wasn't me. Nature. What is that, a condor? I hate the freaking sound of this shit. What kind of bird is that? Is that a condor? They look like um, the ones that, you know, Eat dead animals and shit. Let me see. Can I control the volume on this thing? What a vulture? Yeah, vultures. I don't see no fucking sound for this Some shit. Big ass wings on that motherfucker. Okay, y'all, prepare your ears because it's loud as fuck. Okay, I can see it better. That motherfucker's big as fuck. It says the hardest working person in the world likely lives in poverty. Hard work almost never translates to wealth, but exploitation of labor often does. The hard work myth needs to die. Hmm. Hmm. You ain't lying about that one. 
hard. Keep your brain hard at work. Oh yeah, I saw this. It's a freaking bear. <laughs> Look at bear was in the car. My toxic trait is knowing the truth before I ask you a question because I was want. I just want because I want to see what you look like when you lie. <laughs> that sound like me. I ain't gonna lie. Or how you know simple you might be. Might not necessarily be a lie. Just might be, you know, your awareness. Let me, let me see, let me see where your head live at. It says scientists have created the world's smallest camera, that's the size of a grain of salt. It can produce crisp, full-color images, like camera lenses. Uh, you know, that should be a good example for some of these people who don't believe that, uh, some of these, uh, things that's being put into people's bodies couldn't be, you know, some higher technology than what they're telling you. <laughs> what? When you're dyslexic and accidentally write to Satan instead of sat Santa. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did I get that on video? I think it was on some suicide. I guess he had no choice, huh? He was like, man, I got to get off of this thing. Oh, yeah, I wonder about this. See, me as an anthropologist, but I don't have, I haven't seen no um, uh, proof of this stuff. Only little tidbits, but nothing that's concrete. But you see this? It looks like a big foot. Is that supposed to, that's what I'm saying. Is that really supposed to be a foot? That's what they're saying. Like, like it, it like the foot fell off in a, um, while I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you see, if you look, uh, it looks like a little waterway here and someone could have been walking along there and they would have been leaving, you know, if it was like mud and you can see how it could. Oh, so this is, this is, this is just the, uh, the, the print that they've cut out. It hasn't been cut out. It looks like this, you know, this is a photo of an area you know, and it looks like people are praying to it. And one guy's just sitting there looking. And, but like I say, if you look along the way, it looks like a little stream here. So that would make sense. You know, that would make sense. That's the kind of shit we look at as archaeologists. So, and fossils of footprints are some of the stuff we use a lot in archaeology. Um, because that's just what all that be left sometimes, you know, and but but the way someone walks and all of this stuff and how they put imprint their foot and stuff, all of that can give you a lot of information about mm -hmm. the animal. So, yeah, the shit that foot is 
like bigger that's, than these people. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but have you ever seen any of that stuff? The um uh the giants like um uh, people saying that they found like a, a giant skeleton a fossil or some shit. My thing with I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a lot of questions that I would have, but um, hey, you know, I'm no professional. Well, I, I don't. I'm not saying there's any. There's no in my uh, studies. There's no concrete evidence of this stuff. So that's my disclosure. I'm but just I asking mean, you but, what you think but, about it? What I think about it is that, that this, this. I mean, where's the other footprint? Like, I mean, it only had one. Well, that's what happens with um, with fossils, you know, no telling what happened. It, it'd be a miracle that the ones that be left be left. It'd be some kind of special circumstances that caused it to, to be fossilized. You know what I'm saying? Special kind of clay or special kind of dirt or that day something crazy happened that buried it or whatever. Like, you know, that's how it happens. You know, you're not going to find foot like a solid, we, we're, when we do our studies, you're not going to find no solid, um, you know, whole walking path of, of, of people's footprints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that this is true. This stuff is real. So everybody yeah. listening to me, I'm not saying that this yeah, is Yeah, I, I, I feel, saying, you know, I feel what you're saying. I mean, yeah. uh, well, I mean, yeah, I know you're saying that for the people, but, you know, I mean, like I said, it, which I think is supposed to lead me to a bunch of other questions, you know. And that's totally okay because that's what science yeah. is all about. Um, yeah. Trying to trying to answer those questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! You know, hold on, go back. <laughs> it says gaining weight and owe me money is a sign of disrespect. <laughs> Like nigga, you over there eating good and shit. You know what I'm saying? Pay me my money. Yeah. The two-party system is the most brilliant scheme the American bourgeois or bourgeois bourgeoisie ever came up with. Now, when capitalism fails, the people can simply blame it on the party they don't like instead of on the system itself. I think that is true, 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 true. That's very true. We got a perfect ass system how the president flops back and forth and then the Democrats are in charge and then the Republicans are in charge. And you could mm. be mad at the Republicans but, while the Democrats are in charge. But, but at the same and then at the same time, you you know, you 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 have to also consider sometimes that it might have been two presidents. you know, the reason why we're experiencing things right now might be from two presidents ago. Or you know what I'm saying, and it might be up like say like right now we got a Democrat in, we might have some things that we're dealing with today because of uh Bush, or you know maybe even Obama, Clinton, or whatever. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that we're dealing with today based on you know other leadership. Oh man. Okay, this comment right here. If you're unemployed, it's not because there isn't any work. Just look around. A housing shortage, crime, pollution. We need better schools and parks. Whatever our needs, 
They are all require work. And as long as we have unsatisfied needs, there is work to be done. So ask yourself, what kinds of what kind of world has work but no jobs? It's a world where work is not related to satisfying our needs, a world where work is only related to satisfying the profit needs of business. Hold on, it goes on. Oh shoot, I lost it. Give me a second, y'all. Um this society was not built by the huge corporations or government bureaucracies. It was built by people who work and it is working people who should control the work to be done. Yet, as long as employment is tied to somebody else's profits, the work won't get done. <laughs> That's old girl. I was, we was talking about in the other, um, What's the connection to Deion Sanders? Oh, he just used her as an example. <laughs> oh boy, they got they they gave the most simplest looking picture for him. I just <laughs> just looked like he just clueless. Like, oh, uh, I don't, uh, you what? You pregnant? <laughs> 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 it's horrible how they do us, bro. I mean, I, th I I don't think he's the smartest dude. You know what I'm saying? But that picture. The, the, but no, no, no. I mean, period. I mean, you know, I don't think he's a dummy. I don't think he's a dumb person. But I think, you know, sometimes, uh, well, you know, uh, people get money and they get lonely. And they just, you know, when somebody show them some attention, then it's just kind of, you know, like, I don't know. I've been far off of that game a long time. Like, you know, look, I don't care. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not just jumping in no bad relationship just because I'm lonely. You know what I'm saying? He says capitalism works. It's the government inf interference in unions, finance, and making unfair trade laws that's screwing it up. There's some truth to that because I be talking about how you know capitalism is always gonna be there. I mean, we're gonna be trading regardless. But you know, um, I, 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 but I can't put all the blame on the government though. That's the only thing that with your comment that I have a problem with is because these private companies um, have a huge stake in the, the way things go too. You know. Well, and well, I'm gonna say it like this because I mean I get what he's saying, and I probably lean a little more toward what he's saying because you know it's the the government's job to do certain things and to keep the balance between all parties involved. They have a responsibility to you know, not just the corporations. They got to, you know, they have a responsibility to us as a people overall. So, you know, I, you, you can blame, you know, because, I mean, corporations are going to try to get what they can get. You know, they're going to do everything they can. But the government is supposed to be able to negotiate that balance where, okay, yeah, you know, we understand you need this, that, and that, but if you overreach then that's gonna leave the people who you're you know what I'm saying so it seems to be more that they're in more cahoots with the corporations than the people who they're actually supposed to be protecting so I mean I've I'm 
Yeah, they're supposed to be the middleman, but see, the corporations are all in the. You can't even separate the corporations from the government anymore. They're all up in there, and then with the with the lobbyists and everything, like I say, it's a revolving door. It's the same damn people. Mm -hmm. Um, they all go to school together and shit. The kids go to school together. It's the same freaking people. He said they got that way by paying the government to skew the laws in their way, and I totally agree with you. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. You know, but that's the state of affairs. We can't completely just blame the government. What I'm saying is, the 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 these greedy ass corporations, bro, and then they got way more power over our life than the government. Anyways, the like you said, the government is to to rein them in. Anyways, to kind of be a middleman to try to make them be fair. So, but they have a whole bunch of power over your life. Who who decides what time you have to get up and go to work? You know, who decides? You know where yeah. where you can live. You well, know, I mean, you can afford to pay for rent. Well, I, you know, that's that's true to a certain extent, but at the same time, you know, it's supposed to be a fair trade off. You know, like why does one have to win? 300 times over the the person who's actually doing the work. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying that you need to take a loss, but you know, why do you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, the, the going, what time you get up and go to work. Okay. I mean, that's an agreement that you've made with before you take the job, you know, in, in most cases. Yeah. Sometimes it changes in the middle, but you know, where I think it's more important to focus is the fact that, you know, we we have corporations that don't pay fairly. They get subsidized for things that they don't project back into the community, to the people, to their employees. You know what I'm saying? Like so these subsidies that they're getting from the government should benefit us more to where, you know, for those of us that do work, have, you know, work in these corporations, like they, they should, you know, at, at least... If, if they're going to be gone all day from their family, uh, why, why, why do they need to go pick up a second job or, you know, doing other things to try to, you know, just to have a, what, what what's the term, uh, Sanders used a livable, just to have a livable wage. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of different things that the government can set in place. But they're a part of the problem. They're the biggest problem. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it. I remember that. I think that's a made up story, but it says, how much should he give her? Man stole his girlfriend's 10K to play bet won a hundred million and gave her 10k back she is furious wants 40 million yeah he should give her more than that 10k i mean i don't know i mean it's a, it's, it's just a good one of those good things just to kind of ask to you know check somebody's greed I mean, a hundred million. I mean, what's shit? Give a half. Give a fifty. I mean, it's shit. It's easy to say that. 
that I wouldn't give her no 10K either, but I don't know about giving her 50, but I wouldn't have even been in that situation because I don't steal from people. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, and when you really look at all of the different factors involved, okay, you stole the money. First of all, you went, you know, you gambled with it, with, but, you know, you actually came up, you actually won from it. I mean, shit, just pretend like you only won 50. I mean, for me, that's, I mean, you know, like I said, I, and then, I mean, if this is girlfriend, you know, are they breaking up? They splitting ways. I mean, they're probably splitting ways now because he insulted her with 10K. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of bitch ass nigga, are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, like, you gonna... and that's the first thing I think when I hear that story. I mean, like, how was y'all in a relationship? Like, what kind of relationship did y'all have? Are y'all? Uh, yeah. Know. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I don't. The only reason why I really want an abundance of money is to be able to help other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I, or, you know, shit, give her 10 million. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, if you, you know, you, you, if you type of person that want to help other people, you don't want to just give up all your resources just on that. Okay. It's fine. Give her 10 million. Yeah, ten thousand. Come on, bro. Ten thousand. Should you can spend that in a few days? Shit, he gonna spend. Shit, he gonna spend ten thousand. <laughs> shit, he gonna spend more than ten thousand in one day. The first car he buy. Seventy three ten. What? Um, we was talking about those Canadian. Remember, we talked about that. Them bodies they found under the uh, them damn schools in Canada. You know, it was the schools where you know changing the Indians, trying to make them civilized and shit. Oh lord. <sighs> Anyways, I'm gonna wrap it. It's three sixteen. We're a little over two hours, I think. I'm gonna wrap it. He said, Doc said I'd give her twenty mil. He said one point seven mil is in a reasonable investment will net you five to six K a month forever. He said I'd give her to twenty mil. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean easy. I mean To me, well, I don't know. To me, wait, that's... I got a comment on this where he said, hold on. They they got that way by giving the government. Oh, yeah. And then he said, if the government keeps out of the out of it and just maintains a level field, then wages, prices, housing, work itself out normally on the side of workers. No, that is absolutely not true. Read your uh, look up the history of the um, the um, the unions, the way they came across the United States. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for the unions, um, workers party or whatever the hell that shit was, you know, that's how they got rid of the child labor. That's how they got the seven day. I mean, the five day work week, the the eight hour work day, um, the weekends. They got all that shit through the unions. Well, I mean, if the government steps out of the way, like, I mean, there's slavery all over again. Because yeah, exactly. Private, 
private companies are going to just be like, okay, I can, they'll, they agree to, you know, cause they need something, you know, if there's no regulations uh, set by a higher power, then, you know, we're going back into what we were in before. And they've uh, been crushing the unions. They've been crushing them. They crushed them. They barely exist in right now. Very few strong unions. Very, very but, few. Well, is it working it out itself? Uh, working. He said, itself "That's what out. I mean. Work itself out." I, I'm. Well, I'm confused. Um, talking about, like I say, he said earlier. He said, um, "If the government keeps out of it and just maintains a level field, then wages, prices, and housing work itself the, out the, normally the, on the side." The of The average per the average person is not are not great negotiators. Exactly. Because the fear of loss lives in more people than you think. And if they know, like, they need this job so bad, they're going to almost agree to anything just to be able to get crumbs. So if if it's not for the government setting boundaries for the people, I mean, because, the, I mean, in most cases, the, I mean, the own the corporation, the plantation, whatever however you want to see it, they're gonna be more in a position to win. So that's why they need to set up things that's gonna definitely protect. Because I mean, like you said, they'll have people working seven days a week. You know, they'll you know like they'll pay them two dollars an hour when you know they you know like they're gonna need at least ten or you know whatever the case may be. There's no, I mean, you have to have those uh, people putting those policies and really laws into into play. He says that's the level field. <coughs> Excuse me, that's the level field part. Set safety and minimum wages, facilitate unions and mass negotiations. So you can't really do that because again, the the right wing gonna cut your head off. They're gonna say. Big government, get out of here. You can't, you're a girl. They took our jobs. <laughs> like, no. well, I mean, do, do, do we need big government? I don't think so either, but that's what I'm saying. Not that much into it. And of course, they're not going to facilitate unions. And if it's a government union, niggas not going to join that shit. They're going to be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, uh, unless, unless they work for the government. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else like the regular people like they, if, if it's somehow like connected to the government that's gonna give it a taint and, it well, and, and if, unions, if, if, unions should be set up by the people and ran well, by the people what 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 if what if everybody was in a partnership with the company that uh they work for because i mean i'm one of those type of people like uh anybody that's worked for me i always pay them a percentage of what i make you know what i'm saying like if it was really fair, I, you know, 25% of a gross, or let's just say that's, you know, the way it was done with me. But let's just say 25% of the profits goes to all of the workers. And then when it's split up, everybody's able to make 100000 a year. They still got Operating costs that's gonna you know take up you know twenty five percent you know there's gonna you know be 
they can take 25% and split it up against CEOs, you know, or of, you know, all the, the management, this, that, and the other, where they might be making a quarter of a million. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if, if it really worked that way, I mean, there could be different ways to, uh, to solve a lot of these issues, but, you know. But they have, they have those, they have worker co-ops. Um, they should be bigger, though. They should have, we should have more of those. It says it's bigger government to maintain a welfare state. Well, yeah. He said, look at Tesla. Their work arrangement is awesome. I don't think all the way down the line, I don't know if that's true because probably there's pieces like the parts of the pieces of the batteries. Like they say a lot of that stuff comes out of the Congo and they probably got literally little kids out there digging through the dirt for that shit. It's those little uh the, the parts that they use to make the batteries. The cobalt. The it's something they, else out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, man. I'm gonna wrap it, y'all, because I gotta get take my son to the um bus station, right? I think we're going to the bus station. I, I got to do that in the morning and then I work all day. And then Monday, I have to freaking write paper, big ass research paper. I ain't gonna lie, next, the next uh, show is probably gonna be, have a whole bunch of influence uh, because I've really been kind of writing this paper the whole semester. I haven't actually written it yet, but. Um, You've been putting pieces together for it. Yeah. And this is gonna be my final and it's gonna be about Haiti and how they fit in the global, um, you know, the global economic position that they hold, you know what I'm saying? And how the US and other countries have influenced it and shaped it into what it is today. That's basically what the, you know, it's kind of a critique of capitalism um, and how it relates to like, you know, culture and like how the state, basically the state of the government, like, you know, damn, it's hard for me to explain this. It's a mouthful, though. I'm gonna I'm clear my thoughts up with that, definitely. Like I said, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna write this paper, and um, Wednesday we'll probably talk about that. The other paper I have to write is about the diseases of antiquity. Um, it's interesting, y'all. Y'all think y'all would like it? Um, we was talking. I'm, inter about, I'm interested. I wanna. I wanna. I would. This you semester know, I, we we did the history of like a number of diseases. One of them was COVID. We talked about, we ended on COVID, um, but we talked about Ebola and, you know, pretty much all the ones that you would think of, syphilis, like, and uh, and about how they, the evolution of man, like how they, how they got into us, you know, originally and, you know, how we pass them around each other and what they have, how they have impacted man historically because when you look at history you're gonna see um disease is and then that's gonna be like a flashpoint if you will you know what i'm saying like a huge part of the story you know what i mean um and and in in a lot of cases if you look at world war II, i mean I, I can't think of one that doesn't have doesn't fit every single major event in history disease played a huge part of it hmm so that you know, humans and how we move around, feces, not washing our hands, you know what I'm saying? Uh, also, parasites. Because, see, 
parasites is what we originally are. Most of our original diseases were from parasites, which can be pretty nasty, but we've gone now because we live in cities and shit. We got these diseases that's related to hygiene and ha and related to like people just being in and and a lot to do with sewage. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I say, feces. <laughs> so, okay. anyways, you 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 definitely said that a couple times. So, because it's because this is super important. Like that's the main thing that be getting us sick. One of the main things that get us sick is um, people not washing their hands when they you know. And, 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 or, or not being sanitary with their poop and not being able like latrines or or like sewage systems and shit like that. Is that D disease and disasters what he means by D&D? &D? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, diseases and plagues, yeah. In every history, I'm telling you, in every history story. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that's a preview for next week's shows. Yeah, I'm um get myself together. I slept a good bit today. That's why I'm still up like yeah. I am now. But I'm gonna get. I got a. I still got about uh about four hundred, five hundred miles to road tomorrow. So it ain't too bad. Where you at now? Cause you was in Kentucky, right? Uh, that was last week. Yeah, that oh, was shit. That that was yeah. That no no that was like a couple of days ago. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that was on Wednesday. Yeah. Now nah, I'm in um. I'm in Wisconsin right now. Oh. So, uh, how far are you away from Kenosha? Yeah. Oh shit, I'm yeah, that's 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 a little ways away. It's not too far from that's maybe another 100 200 miles from where I am. I'm in Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a little town, um, Wisconsin. But I'm heading towards uh heading towards many uh Minneapolis, uh, I'll be passing through there t in the morning. You, it, you got any books, man? Is it guns, guns, germs, germs and, and steel? Hmm, that sounds familiar. Like, did they do a documentary about the book, or is there a documentary with the same name? That sounds familiar. Mm hmm. Um, I hadn't read any fantasy in a while. Uh, you know, I've been dealing with more history uh, the last couple years, really. That's more so what I've been looking at. But uh, it would be cool, something to kind of take my head out of it. Like I, you know, like I've, like I've also, like I've had to kind of just put some of that stuff to the side for a while because it, it becomes a lot. Yeah, it does. You should. You have to take breaks. You have to have balance. And I've read yeah. fantasy. Um, some of the, my favorite, uh, I think this one is called the, the Twin Gunslinger or some shit like that. I don't know. And it was like some fantasy shit like that and like futuristic shit. And like, I don't know. You can get lost in it and you can learn from it too, you know? And not what I say about reading. I tell everybody, read whatever the hell you want because you're going to learn something. <laughs> well, ain't yeah. no doubt about it. Ain't no doubt about it. Cause I learned a lot from like um horror fiction novels. Like literally learn stuff. Yeah. Cause that's the main shit I like to read is horror fiction. And I swear I've learned learned from a number of those books. They might have done a doc based on it. 
That's that probably what I saw. Um, hold on. What was it called? God, they guns, said uh, guns, germs, and steel. Dime que tú quieres, papi. Because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm a, I'm a slide up in the algorithm and I'm a fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like this is crazy. This nigga is crazy. Like, no, really, he's crazy. <laughs> 